0: Hello, welcome to Almost 30. Welcome to Almost 30. How are you guys? What's happening? What's up? What's going on in Let's the world? Let's take a second and think about what's up. <laughs> what's? Yeah, that's
1: actually a good one. It's like, take a second.
0: What's How do up? you feel?
1: How do you feel in your body? Totally.
0: I feel pretty good. <laughs> <sighs> I just had to let my belly out. <laughs> I feel good now that I let my belly I out. I have a reminder in my calendar that says, what's going good? Mm-hmm. Or what's going right? What's, or, I think it's what's going good. What's going good? And it's then there's, wrong there's the play, or it's like what's play? Oh yeah, you're right. What's going right? And then have you played today? Yes. What's going right? And have you played today for
1: five years? that have <sighs> been in the calendar. I've ignored it. it in your calendar too? No, but I've rem- I've seen it. I mean, oh, I've seen okay. your phone for like, like, oh, five damn, years. I feel bad. <laughs> That'd be amazing. I'm
0: taking a. But it's funny because I've always felt,
1: <laughs> especially at the beginning stages of almost thirty, I was like, "Damn, she's never doing any of those." It was, like, it was like out of desperation. Yeah. You're like, please, God, <laughs> could <can> I play?
0: <laughs> like, it was like, this is so hard. What's going right? <laughs> you should let it go. I think it's part of your life Oh, yeah, now. should I? Yeah, should I? Let's delete them. All right, let's do it in real time. Okay, we're going to delete those. All and the moving- one has a cowboy hat on it, right? Yeah, one of them does. Which <laughs> Delete one? Delete all
1: future events. Delete all future events. Freedom on the calendar. Because that's the thing is now that you sense something that's reoccurring on your calendar, you kind of ignore it. You're like, oh, I'm just gonna ignore that. Oh yeah, I always ignore
0: it. Forever. Yeah, I don't think you've ever probably I don't think me. you've ever played.
1: No, you've played, <laughs> but kidding. never at the playtime that's listed. It's <laughs> oh, like one PM. <laughs> totally.
0: I need a new one.
1: Yes. Like, how hot is hot? <laughs> Have you danced naked today? Yes, literally. Have you lived left love today? Do the LL. Have you lived left love today? And you say, no. No. I'm going to sit with my vagina out of my skirt because no one can see the bottom. (laughs) I'm wearing a white dress today and I don't have underwear. And I'm like, wow, can you see the bush? (laughs) I like the
0: white. Thanks. I do love it comfortable.
1: I'm nice. um, excited wife? to have you guys. So if you're new, welcome to Almost 30. This is a very special episode. We have an update for the family that we're excited to share. So you'll get a deep insight into us, I think, mm-hmm. in this episode if you're new. But if you're OG, um, we're excited to go on a journey with you guys. And yeah, this one's super raw, super Lindsay and I. And it's just really important for all the community
0: to know what's what's going on here at Almost 30. Yeah. After we recorded this episode, we are like... Let's record an intro. I was crying. <laughs> well, I, I started think, crying. I, I think it really, and we were talking about this. It really represents kind of the beautiful roller coaster that we're yes. on. Because, yeah, spoiler: we're we're moving, mm-hmm. and so with any huge life transition, and a mute move is huge. It's it's not just location move. It's like it's the emotional body that's that's being triggered, and so much more, and. Obviously, you guys know we are best friends and we also have the business. And so there's just so many things that this move will touch. And it's something that we're really excited about. But also it doesn't come without being sad and, you know, just feeling all the feels. And I think when we recorded this, um, I'm really I'm really happy with with what was discussed mm-hmm. because I think we've gone deeper into, you know, the aspects of our relationship that we're really kind of pulling apart and this move has just shined a light on, which has been really nice and powerful. Um, But I think we were in our feels. Mm -hmm. I was was in my feels. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Just um, because of the move, it's just, so Lindsay's going to New York. I'm going to be here in LA till after the wedding. And then we're, Justin and I are going to decide, you know, what's going on. It's just, it's so, I've realized too, that I'm someone that's like, I'm very nostalgic. Mm -hmm. Literally, I'm Mm -hmm. like, I'll be at the house and I'm like, you know, the sheets will never be the same as they are today. And Justin's like, shut the fuck up. (laughs) Like, I'm just very nostalgic. I'm very much trying to like Mm. put a pin in moments that are important in life and remember them. Like I'm trying to make a neural pathway whenever I'm doing something important to be like, remember this, remember this, remember this. And also it's just, it's been crazy what we've done together. in these years, you know, we've been on tour, we've spent so much time together and I've, I don't know if I talked about in the episode, but it's really hard for me because you've been such a home base for me. Mm -hmm. You know, you're truly my home base. It's like whenever we're out anywhere, we're like psychically talking, Mm -hmm. you know, we kind of know what each other's thinking and what's going on. And then too, you know, going through so much of this personal growth with the business, which is personal and then it's, you know, entrepreneurial and then we're public figures. And then all of this stuff has been so incredibly challenging. And I would have never been able to do it if we wouldn't be here
0: together. Same. I I completely feel the same way. And I and I was saying this to you yesterday. And I kind of feel sometimes like, you know, Stone Cold Steve Austin, where I'm like, Mm -hmm. I'm not quite yet Mm -hmm. allowing myself to feel how deeply this shift is going to be. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, only you know. Only I know, like this whole experience. And and that's what like one... And, and by the way, like the podcast goes on. Everything goes yes, on. We want to tell you guys, normal. moms are staying together. So I don't, you know, we, we just want to this reiterate just that. This is 33 year olds, like having to like having a, live a life. <laughs> we are, yeah, we're, yeah, life is happening. But yeah, I, I will never... Be able to recreate this relationship, this growth period, th- these like five years, and it'll continue in different capacities and obviously together. But y'all, I, I don't even know if you can really comprehend the personal growth that we've done together and the business growth and doing things for the first time over like, yeah, so many things for the first time together, which, you know, it taught me how. Valuable and important it is to have someone that you trust and that you can just look at and be like, yeah, I don't know if I can do this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, she's like, you can do it. Yes. And there were so many of those moments, mm-hmm. and yeah, to your point about just like psychically speaking, I mean, it's something that we do all the time, and yeah, that that is one of the many things that I will miss about the everyday where my energy is not being spent over explaining, having to call, Mm -hmm. do this, write an email, text you, whatever. It's just like, we know, we Mm -hmm. get it. So that will definitely be an adjustment.
1: Yeah. And when I had, I talk about it, but I had this like the mushroom journey where Mm -hmm. I was just like mourning, you know, our separating. And I just had this vision of us meeting in so many lives, like so many, you know, Mm -hmm. and doing these like missions where whatever the mission was, if it was for the collective awakening, if it was for our own awakening, Mm -hmm. maybe so. It's just profound. And, you know, there's part of life too where it's like, again, I've talked about it where it's like spirituality 2.0, where it's like everything's really good. Mm -hmm. Everything's perfect. Everything's a dream. But that doesn't mean that there's like not another path that you need to go or not like another thing you need to cultivate. Yeah. And so, you know... Part of that I've been saying is like, yo, like at some point you have to, you can't just be like two best girlfriends, <laughs> you know, having, like together 24 seven and you're like, you can be however old and do that. I
0: know. But it's like, you I do know. have to like
1: build and cultivate like another part of your life yeah. and foster like the other growth opportunities that exist outside of maybe where you live or maybe the relationship you're in or maybe like the situation that you're
0: in. Yeah yeah it's so true it would be ni- you know it'd be nice to. just, <laughs> I'm just thinking of us at fucking 55 <laughs> I'd love it yeah when I when I when I was first you know talking to Krista about the move I remember you saying like but why we have it so good and mm-hmm. it's true it's true it's so true you know and and um, you know I think we're both starting it's, it, it's saying new chapters is weird because it doesn't even feel like that it's mm. just like yeah it's just another like beautiful layer of of our lives you know you getting married like me moving in with Sean and starting that chapter or that part of our lives together it's like it kind of like builds on top of one another mm-hmm. instead of like ending this and starting this like i just see it as just adding another dimension of of what we're creating and what i'm creating and yeah i'm really i'm really excited i will i'm sure feel more things as we get closer mm. but yeah if it's not clear in the episode I, I I did I did say this to some capacity, but just to clarify, you know Sean and I have been doing distance for a year and a half, and um you know a big part of this decision is to be with him in the same place. And you know, there's a part of my soul that's just like, this is right, this is clear and it's and it's not a hundred percent because of Sean, and I don't know what what the other is yet. You know, it's that feeling of like, when I moved to LA, it was for Soul Cycle quote. Did I think there were other things there? Yes. Did I know what it was? No. So it's like this this pull and this anchor, mm. which is the relationship. And then there's just, I feel like undiscovered things that are also there for me too, mm. which I'm excited to see what that is. Um, and also just, Yeah, I mean, I'm a completely different person than I was when I lived in New York Mm in my twenties. So I'm excited to be the person I am now in a place where I really felt at the end of it kind of tore me down. I was poor. I was working a bunch of jobs. I was, you know, just didn't have like the tools that I do now. So I'm just interested to see like what that will what that will feel like. Mm.
1: Yeah. I think that'll be Powerful, and it's a different place too, yeah you know, so yeah. and you have your person there, so it's yeah, so important. I just looked at eleven eleven on recording. Oh, there we go. um but we have so just so you guys know and are sure everything is business as usual. Membership is still popping off. We still have all of our episodes recorded, we've done a lot of batching, mm-hmm. courses and programs will be coming. We actually did our planning for the next year, and it's really powerful what courses and programs we have for you guys, yeah. And so it'll be cool too because we can go to New York. There's tons of people we can interview in New York. So it'll be nice that we can have you know that place to do interviews. So we can really expand our reach there. And then I'll be at the office studio for however long. You know, yeah. if me and just Justin decide to move, we'll be doing that this year too.
0: Yeah, we'll have this space and yeah, and hopefully you know just kind of bringing you guys in on this transition and many you know as we've always done and we'll continue to do just makes you feel less alone I'm sure you guys are thinking about whether it's moving or transitioning out of a job and so you know we feel we feel really lucky to have a community like you guys where we can mm-hmm. just open up about about this and hopefully it'll be interesting for you to, mm-hmm. to watch and track um, and we'll just keep you keep you posted but um, this is a special one. I think I think you guys are going to really like it and would love to hear from you. Mm-hmm. Truly. Yeah. We're excited
1: for you guys to dig in. We love you very much. And everything is at almost30.com. These episodes are on YouTube, Almost 30 Podcast on Instagram. Uh, make sure to subscribe You know, if you want to get these in your inbox every week and then write a kind review. It's always such a nice thing to see your nice reviews.
0: 30 pod, a 30 pod for 10% off.
1: If you're new to Almost 30, this is a great one to listen to. You're going to get to know a lot about us and our next steps and our journey. And if you're an OG, you're going to get some updates, which we've been kind of mentioning. Before I know, you guys have had conversations about it. You guys have been talking about it amongst yourselves.
0: <laughs> so we just your parents wanted to update you, sit you down. That's how we on like to do happening. it. We like to plant some seeds and then we like to let them just gossip about no, it. No, that's me, dude. <laughs> I forget that people look at what I do. I know see.
1: people are like, "Oh, did you? Are you doing this?" And I'm like,
0: "Oh yeah, I said that once." <laughs> <laughs> I know. I forget that's the nature of what we do, but it's so sweet. You all are so supportive mm-hmm. and just always so inquisitive and. All the things. We love you guys. So yeah, this episode, we wanted to talk about our moves out of LA. It's happening. And you guys are like, oh, we know. We know. Everyone's leaving
1: LA. (laughs) Next episode. Yeah, honestly. They're (laughs) like, yeah, tell us why. Freaking government sucks.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I feel like it has been a huge trend and we're following the trend. Yeah. But I have to say, I love LA. Oh my God. I love... This is not going to be a shitting on LA episode. That's for damn sure. Mm-hmm. It's going to be... Yeah, there will be definitely a part of me that is super sad to leave LA. Thankfully, with what we do, I'll be coming back a lot. But I love this place. Mm-hmm. It has everything. It truly has everything. The beach, the mountains, the desert. It has the most incredible people. It truly is like a city of angels. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In a lot of ways. Completely. That's been my experience. <laughs> it is. It's true. And
1: yeah, I the people that we meet with and commune with are people that I dream of. You know, I was with Lacey and um, Kimberly Snyder last night. And I was laughing with Kim because I wrote a blog post about her in 2012 (laughs) on my blog. I was like, this girl's an amazing smoothie recipe. Do you want to see this smoothie recipe? And I just, I laugh sometimes and I have to pinch myself about who we're able to be in community with here in LA. And I think people's community, it's really what you're looking for and how you want to
0: interact. But I've found more community here than anywhere else in my whole life. Yeah, it's true. Um, I moved to LA about six and a half years ago. And that was the last like huge transition that I went through and really trusted my decision. And it was so clear. And in doing that, like found you, Mm -hmm. you know, like so many things happened in the wake of that clear decision. And not everyone agreed with that move for me. I had a lot of people being like, are you sure? Like, I don't know. You're just going to up and leave in a few weeks. Like... And um, yeah, it just turned out really, really well. And I feel like LA for me was this place where not only could I almost restart and reset, but there is more space out here to not feel like you have to hop right back on or right into mm, the energy of the city. Like Mm -hmm. there is space to take time, slow down. I just felt that permission. Mm -hmm. I was living in New York City before. Spoiler, I'm moving back. And um, I was just at a point in my life where I really couldn't metabolize that in a way where I could be grounded and productive. I was just like productive and anxious. Mm -hmm. So yeah, LA has just been this beautiful training ground for life in general. I've really appreciated like, yeah, just that ability to, to slow down, to not feel like I have to just fill my days. And I love it for that reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, New, New, I moved from New York too.
1: So I was in New York. And New York for me, I, was, I didn't understand energetics as much as I do now. And I was completely caught up in whatever was going yeah. on with the city. So when the city was vibing, I was vibing. Yes. I was stomping around. I was like, <laughs> yes, this is the best. And then when the city was down, I was down. Yeah. And it was a little... And I just, I got caught up in the energy so much where I was running myself to the ground. Yes. Nothing to do with the city, but I was running myself to the ground and it never felt like a place for me. You know, Justin is, he loves it because he's so, he, he's able to be in his own energy and observe other energy mm-hmm. and appreciate it. He never reaches, he never pulls. He's so good at that. He's so masterful at it. So yeah. he enjoys walking around the city and seeing the crate and just kind of being in the energy of it because he doesn't
0: Take it on.
1: get consumed by it. Mm-hmm. And so it was here that I really learned to master energies and it's still been hard, you know, with sort of the grids here and what's going on, but it has felt so good and also challenging. You know, it's it's beautiful, but it has its challenges for sure. For both Justin and I, LA is our Pluto line. And then for me, it's my LA and or it's um, my Mercury and Pluto line. So Mercury is communication, mm-hmm. and then Pluto is death and transformation. So oh, wow. LA crosses at my Mercury and Pluto line. Uh, we did I did my astrocartography with Dara Dubenay, who's working with our members on learning their astrocartography. But I learned how much this place was so important for my journey in that mm-hmm. way. And for Justin, him this crosses his Pluto line as well. So it's been a huge transformational place for him. And yeah, there's really no place like it. You know, there's no place that's as beautiful, as like diverse as... Yeah, it's it's one of the most beautiful places in the world.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I think that's why it's been heartbreaking at times over the last year, year and a half to see businesses shut down and just see the city kind of like Unbecome what it is. Yes, it's like it's really hard to see because it can be such a vibrant city, and you know that's not the the sole reason why we're moving, but it's just it's hard. Yes. I just felt so. Some of it felt like unnecessary, and I was like, yes. how, how can we help these people who are losing their businesses? And yeah, it was just it was just really really heartbreaking.
1: Yeah, the business stuff never made sense because it was like the small businesses on Main Street, the small businesses, wherever we were, were shut down. But then like Costco's were open. Any, but any place that was a big chain store somehow was open. Yes. And it mm-hmm. didn't make sense to me. And it didn't feel right. I, didn't, I don't know why that is okay. It's definitely okay for people to be able to get essential needs, you know, essential needs met through grocery stores or whatever. But if you're going to have one open, you should have the other. Mm-hmm. And I agree. It feels a little uncomfortable too. And I've, I've spoken about this before on my Instagram, but what's hard for me about LA is, you know, Justin and I were looking at apartments to move here. And we were looking at an apartment that was definitely above our budget, but it felt like the only way we could go to get something we really loved. And we're walking out and there's just homeless people in tents right outside. And what's not heartbreaking about them being there, but what is hard is that they're not living the way they want to live in this place, and I'm about to overspend in my budget, and I'm not living how I want to live. It's like to live how you want to live. These people have so much money, and the income disparity, and the just the socio socioeconomic disparity in LA is so 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 great. Yes, that it is it's gross. It feels gross. Mm-hmm. And what they do, there's no real plan for it to address the homeless population. What they do is they've given them new tents and new, new sort of like clean supplies to live, which is really beautiful and powerful. But there is issues with the way that they address homeless people. And there's actually been documentaries written about like, issues with how money is handled in the government with homeless people mm. and how it's not actually directed to homeless people which is incredibly maddening. So the government here is sort of funky and corrupt and then there's the Hollywood piece that makes me feel um, some type of way. It just makes yeah. me feel a little uncomfortable with the energy that exists
0: in Hollywood. I to go so on forever about it. that one. Yeah, it's funny because you know my dream When I was living in New York, was to move out to LA and pursue my career in Hollywood. And, you know, while the essence of what that means to me, which is like being creative and expressing myself still holds true, I have completely changed the way I feel about the industry. And some could say that, well, that's because you haven't made it. So, you know, whatever. 100%. <laughs> it's because you're on the outside looking in, bitch. But it's actually, you know, <laughs> what <laughs> I've kind of come to know as truth, and maybe this is just me wanting to believe this, no, but true. it really feels true where I was pursuing this for years in New York and then a little bit here in LA when I did move. And I just, I know it's hard to make it here, but I just never hit like hit it even a a little where like Mm -hmm. I felt a connect to it where I'm like, oh, okay, here's some momentum. Here we go. You know, I would do little things here and there, but I'm like, huh. And over the years, I'm like, is this just not for me? Like, is this act of reaching and dying to be chosen and being in rooms and not being myself and hoping that people like me, is this for me? And I say that with love because it's, you know, I respect all creatives and makers of art, period. But this act of like waiting to be chosen in order to be showcased in Hollywood or what have you, just never felt right. And it didn't hit me until, you know, we really got moving with the podcast. I was like, oh, this is what it feels like to be in flow and to be creative and, you know, like to be creating something so I don't have to wait to be chosen. And I think we see a lot of creatives doing that now where they're like, I'm gonna start my own YouTube. I'm gonna produce a short film on my own, which I love. But yeah, this, this idea of Hollywood, it's so you know layered and we can go every which way. But for me personally, I just have detached myself from this, I need to make it in Hollywood idea, thankfully, because it really didn't feel like me for so long. Yeah, and I think once you get here,
1: you see Hollywood kind of behind the scenes. Like yeah. you're like here and you go, you know, we're not fucking hanging out with Brad and Angelina, but you go to things that are like- <laughs> Tuesday we are. But. Uh, yes, you go to things that are Hollywood adjacent. Yes. And you're like, oh, so this is what it would be like. You know, I've been to, years ago, I've been to like Screeny and all the stuff. And I'm just like, oh, this is what it is.
0: Mm-hmm. This
1: is what you're seeing on social or even like, we've been to award shows mm-hmm. and when you see it, you're like, wow, that's fucking amazing and unreal. And then you get there and you're like, everything's fake. Everything's fake <laughs> and no one's having fun <laughs> and everyone wants to leave. And you know, this is literally not true for everyone. This is mm-hmm. just our experience in something. So it really reframes your experience with like wanting to be chosen in Hollywood yeah, and sort of wanting to be something like that. Yeah, I never, it's weird. I, I, I think when I came here, I wanted to be a soul cycle instructor and mm-hmm. I wanted to blog. So I wanted to do both of those, um, which definitely, you know, obviously wasn't my calling, but it is a place, and I've said this many times, LA is a place where it's okay to dream. It's like expected to dream. Yes. When you're talking to people, you actually speak more about your dreams than you do about what you're actually doing sometimes. Whereas other places that I've lived, it always felt like, you know, I just do this. I do that. That's kind mm-hmm. of what it is. And, and dreaming isn't allowed. I never felt like... It's like very
0: work-focused of what yeah.
1: Like, what do you do? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then it's like, what do you do? But here it's like, what do you dream? And I think people really allow themselves to do a bunch of different things. You know, when I was uh, first moved here and I quit my job to pursue blogging full-time, I was blogging, I was nannying, I was babysitting, I was doing these weird odd and ends jobs.
0: And I never felt ashamed of it. As our listener, you are going to get a discount plus a free thermometer, baby. Use code ALMOST30 at naturalcycles.com to get 15% off an annual subscription plus a free thermometer. That's naturalcycles.com. You're going to use the code ALMOST30 to get 15% off an annual membership and a free thermometer. Okay, small daily actions (sighs) ah, they just make a big difference. And I just cannot emphasize this enough. It creates this cascade effect and honestly a snowball effect. So one begets the next really great positive small action, but it almost has like a bigger impact as the day, as the week goes on. Um, And I'm just someone who very much believes in this, whether you're like smiling at a stranger, or maybe you wake up a little bit earlier to practice your meditation, or maybe read part of the book that you're loving, uh, or maybe you integrate a healthy habit like taking a probiotic, which is something that I've been doing for A few years now, I've been taking Seeds DSO one daily symbiotic, and I love it. And I've just noticed that this is the catalyst at the beginning of the day for a ton of healthy choices that I make. Um, And I've noticed a difference when I don't take it. shipping to your door, to when you put it in your body, all the way through your GI tract, um, all without synthetic or chemical coatings. Um, and this was developed in collaboration with Seed Scientific Board and based on their foundational work in probiotics in the microbiome. They are the best in the space. And um, so I just I trust them and I've experienced incredible results. So trust your gut with seeds DSO1 Daily Symbiotic. Go to seed.com slash almost and use the code 25 almost to get 25% off your first month. That's 25% off your first month of Seeds DSO1 Daily Symbiotic at seed.com slash almost. The code is 25 almost. I've always been the one that has like two bar jobs and then she's going here and she's doing that, like and also has something she's like. Trying to do and build or whatever, and so I kind of got used to that. Uh, people not understanding, but always like being kind and respecting. But I think here in LA, you can like jam on that. Yes, you can actually have conversations where you're like, "Wait, I know this person; they can help you," and then we can jam on this. And whether it goes somewhere or not, it just there is an energy of like unbound creation that is really fun here in LA, and I feel like fed. That part of me. Whereas, you know, when I was in my 20s and in New York, I was just trying to survive. Mm -hmm. I was like so poor, you know, working so much and like trying to make it. And I didn't have the tools. I didn't have like the wherewithal. I had not been in therapy at all. So, yeah, it was just, I was just trying to survive. Mm -hmm. Did you have that like survival feeling when you were in New York? Mm, Probably. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I don't know what I was. I was just so. I was running around all fucking day. Yeah. I was working out twice a day. I was had my full time
0: job. Dude, you must have had a blogging. huge bag to bring with you in the morning. Always, I
1: was. I was like, <laughs> yeah, I was getting like twenty thousand steps. I don't even know what I was doing, and I was really started my searching. You know, mm-hmm. I started to travel quite a bit because the company I was working with was in London, so I would go back and forth, and I started to. Meditate at that time. I started to do Reiki, and I was kind of like the beginning of my awakening. But here has really been like blowing the lid off because people talk about the craziest shit. It's it's amazing. (laughs) It's it's just so inspiring and fun, Mm -hmm. and you know, I think that is one thing about here is you know, like minded people. You want to be around people that are just. Uh, like-spirited more yeah. so than like-minded, but you do find yourself in these powerful conversations where you're like very much relating to people. It's very much about um, exploring what's possible, new paradigm thinking. And I don't know if that's just our friends or the people we interact with, but
0: it has been beautiful for expanding like my mind. Yeah, I do think it's our friends or that like mm-hmm. the the world that we kind of, we live in, but I'm kind of excited to see what it feels like to bring this to other places in a way. Not that I'm going to be the beacon of, you know, whatever. But, it's, <laughs> but just that feeling of like, oh, like if this is the world that I want to live in, you know, to be having more of these conversations and, and being unafraid or, um, yeah, just unafraid to have these conversations or ask these questions and not as much like embarrassed or like hiding that part of me anymore. I'm kind of interested in like, exercising that muscle mm-hmm. more. Like when I go back to New York, I'm like, hmm, I definitely know I won't find as many people as I will in LA. But who knows? Maybe they're kind of like me seven years ago, eight years ago mm-hmm. and like curious and not, not really having the people or the resources in order to like awaken that.
1: Mm -hmm. I mean, it's such a
0: big place. Mm
1: -hmm. And so just for you guys, for background, so podcast is still happening. (laughs) We have pretty much the whole entire year planned. You know, we've been working hard on visioning for the entire year. We actually have all of our courses and programs and everything we have for you guys for the membership planned out for April 2022. So we have amazing things that we're doing. We've been just cranking them, cranking stuff before we have the move and the podcast will still be going. Everything will still be happening. Mm-hmm. You know, there's nothing really that's going to change. From your perspective, we will just be able to bring like different insights and different sort of conversation around our growth and transformation
0: um during the time. Yes. This is not the goodbye episode. I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably should have said that the beginning. Yeah, but I, I, we just wanted to kind of bring you in on this because we are literally a podcast that started during a transition in our lives. And so this is, you know, another big transition. I'm sure a lot of you out there are maybe thinking about moving or thinking about like making a huge change, whether it's in relationship or career or in your location where you are. And so, yeah, if we can just share honestly about how it's been, then you know, we will, we will feel good about that. And yeah, I, as you guys know, I was am in a relationship and it's been a a little over almost a year and a half. And I've known Sean for a long time. When we first started dating, I was like, he'll move out to LA. (laughs) You know, I had kind of that that idea and that hope and you know he was he was open to the idea, but with what he does for work, you know it's not something that he can do at the moment. but yeah, I just I started to think about, and especially after last year, I'm like,, what's well, important to me, you know, and having just so much I feel like we've done such a an incredible job of building the business and continue to where. I just started to think about like the other aspects of my life and being in this relationship and just being so, so happy with Sean. I knew that like our next chapter was was imminent. And so, yeah, I I just felt this really deep, clear, intuitive pull to move back to New York. And I was anxious about, I was clear about the decision and anxious about just what that means, that what that means for us with almost 30, traveling, with COVID happening, like just so many layers, what my family would think, what my parents would think. I'm 33, still care what my parents think. And I just, as excited as I was, I was equally as just kind of anxious about this impending thing But as as I've kind of navigated it and had conversations with you, with my family, with Sean, and just like with myself and also my therapist, I just feel that this is another moment, just like my move to LA, that decision that was just like clear. And I want to remember how this feels, you know, because I'm someone that sometimes doubts My decisions and how I feel, and what I should do. So I'm like really leaning in and trusting this. And yeah, it's happening at the end of April into May, which is in two weeks from this episode, which is crazy. Um, And yeah, I I will feel every single emotion ever written about, I am sure. Mm -hmm. Um, It's going to be really hard to leave you, really hard to leave. Yeah, just like the life that we've created, not only within almost 30, but our friendship, our friends outside of this, our just ecosystem. But I also trust that, you know, being at this age, I'm no longer like 22 and like, bye, peace out. It's like, I I trust in the relationships that I've built and that like this next chapter will be one that we all get to experience together, truly even if we're in different places. Mm. Yes. You know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's
1: going to be, you know, it's going to be beautiful. And for our community too, it's like Lindsay and I's relationship is better than ever. You know, in the past year, maybe year and a half, it's just gotten better and better. And Mm -hmm. we've leaned into this more and it's been really hard, to be honest. You know, just for background too. So I was going to move to Austin. Last year, I think, September, something I was really getting the ping. And I think I talked about it on the show. We talked about it with uh, Lauren Everett's mm-hmm. Bostick on the show. And, you know, I was going to move, we were going to move. And then all of a sudden it was like, don't move yet. And I was like, okay. So we're not moving yet. And then the snowstorms happened. So I realized that that's what it was. And then now I really haven't gotten the message about moving again. So Justin and I are sort of in limbo. We're going to be moving into the office studio space that Lindsay's going to be moving out of. So we still have our beautiful studio. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to be deciding, you know, after the wedding, what we're really feeling and what we're feeling called to do. But I think for me, I really need to... I actually need to feel more comfortable about my next step into like a family. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like... I, all my friends are having babies. Lacey's having a baby. Caitlin had a baby. A lot of them are on the process of getting pregnant. And there's something about it where I'm just like, I'm so enamored with my friends and everything that we Mm. do. I have this hesitancy for me. I'm like, I don't know. I'm scared about not having my life be what I want it before I have a kid. And I know you can't plan and like, I'm never going to be like, I'm there. I'm ready. I'm rich as shit and I feel fucking good about my life. But I don't know. There's this hesitancy and I kind of need to look at that a little more. It's like, why do I hesitate
0: these next steps so much? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's real. And I think, um, yeah, when I think about the family chapter, there's this aspect of stability safety, feeling like you can really lean into and like soften into that, into like getting pregnant, being a mom. And I think with what we do, we've been, you know, I don't even want to bring in like the masculine and feminine, but it is that like building, growing Mm -hmm. structure and like building a family is no joke. Like, I'm I'm glad you're not taking it lightly. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's very much like, not to say you have to have your ducks, all the ducks in a row, but I think intuitively you are feeling into some little pieces that need to be in place before you do that. I mean, that is like, it changes everything mm-hmm. in the most beautiful way. But I think your your intuition as like a future mother is like, hey, like one, it's happening, you know, but like, I, I think whatever you're feeling is true. You, your intuition is so strong. Is it frustrating that you don't know exactly know what that is?
1: I think it's really like the death of me now.
0: Mm, you yeah. know,
1: it's like, damn, like I work so hard to love myself and to be the person I am. Mm. And then it's like, oh damn, that person's gone. You know, it's like, whoa, you're never, you're you different. And that's, that's the best part. Like, So the unknown of me mm. different is really crazy. And it's like, I'm not one that shies away from growth, from changing my mind, from being a different person. But it, this one just feels a little bit like, whoa, Mm -hmm. there's no going back. You know, I can change my opinion on whatever. I could do it again the next day, but there's really no going back. So all that to say. So, you know, Justin and I will be in the office studio here and then we'll be deciding what we want to do after the wedding. If it's Austin, if it's here, just kind of figuring that out.
0: Yeah. And I know that, I mean, the wedding is a huge life event too. Mm -hmm. And, And it's like, it'll be, and I think we were talking to Kiki about this, but just like, having that event, that beautiful event kind of then be the focus and Mm -hmm. then creating space for the next Mm -hmm. whatever's coming in. So like Mm -hmm. a move or whatever it is, is really interesting to think about because sometimes I'm like, no, I have to make like all the decisions right now in order to feel secure or sure, or it looks like everyone else has it figured out. So why don't I? So I I thought about that a lot after she said that because I'm like, where am I trying to like plan and push when like Mm. maybe this thing needs to happen first in Mm -hmm. order to like clear that energy totally
1: yeah and I don't mind I'm like either way is fine I'm Mm -hmm. I'm fine if we're here I'm fine if we we end up moving I'm not pressed but it's a thing about LA too where I'm like damn it's life couldn't be better yeah life couldn't be better I know fucking eat great food go on walks twenty four seven. I have amazing friends I just live a life that I never thought and so it's so expanding here It's really, it's challenging at some points, but it's expanding too. So it's one of those things where it's like, it's an upper limit of like, what else is possible? What if it gets better? Mm -hmm. How could it get better? Like, what would be better? And I was talking to Peta yesterday, Peta Kelly, who's been on the pod a few times and she Mm -hmm. spoke at camp. And she was talking about her moves. They're kind of like working through these processes of moves potentially. And she was like, write down every story you have about everything write down every story so it's like for me it's like that I'm not going to be myself anymore when I have kids that I'm not going to be able to live a life I want when I have kids that I need to be in LA to be successful that I need to have enough money in LA to to live here that I don't have enough money to live here that you know we can't be successful as a business mm-hmm. when we're separate that We're not going to be as close. You know, like Mm -hmm. what are the... And that wasn't part of our conversation, but just thinking about it out loud, it's like, what are the stories that we tell ourselves? When you look at it down, you're like, oh, wow, that's all in my head. And there's actually clear slate of possibilities for me to win the lottery for whatever, whatever. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And for whatever to happen. And I think we have so many stories around moves
0: and big life transitions sometimes that we need to like check ourselves. Yes. It's like having that list and then is it true? Is it absolutely true? Yes. You know, I think Byron Katie has that as kind of a processes where you write down the, the truth that you're believing or the thought that you're believing. It's like, is it true? Is it absolutely true? Always. Wow. Always mm-hmm. true. Because there could be sometimes that like what you're saying is true, mm-hmm. like in moments. Yes. Or times in your life when it's been true. Mm-hmm. But, and I've been talking to some of the girls in Sacredness about this. It's like we try on that truth and then we never take it off. Mm-hmm. And we're like, but it's mine. And it looks good on me. And like, this is what I'm used to. And I'm, yes. yeah, I don't want to try on that new sweater. Cause. Yes. <laughs> but it's like, it gets so, it gets so comfortable. But then, um, yeah, but I think having conversations like this on the pod, but also you and you and I, privately and personally, it's just helped to understand more like w- where you're coming from, where your stories, beliefs are coming from, from, where mine are coming from, and then there's just like this fountain of compassion where it's like, oh, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, the, the core of it all is that we love each other so much mm-hmm. and like our, we've literally lived lifetimes together and so this is much bigger than just a move.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's so much bigger than that and just to like honor that and and allow each other to like feel everything that's coming up mm-hmm. without judgment and um. Because I think sometimes in relationships, like you can make the other person's emotions about you, mm-hmm. where it's like, I don't understand why you're feeling that mm-hmm. way. But we don't have to understand mm-hmm. at the end of the day. It's mm-hmm. like what you're feeling is true mm-hmm. for you. And it's like allowing one another or, or, you know, creating space for the other to feel that. But
1: yeah, and I think spirituality, like 2.0, after you beyond, you know, oneness and unity and like, all those other parts is really like this is fucking good. Mm-hmm. And when you're at a level where where you're at that next level of spirituality, you're not choosing between shitty and and safety. Like you're not I'm like as an example when I was working corporate, it's like I actually waited till shit got real at my job until I left, but mm-hmm. I knew in my heart it wasn't true. Yeah. So, I didn't know that it could get better and then it's with each job it's like it just got a little better and a little better and it's like with spirituality 2.0, you actually have two really good things to choose from. And those really good things, but there's one that's intuitively a little better and you don't know why. You know, you don't exactly know why. So there is a part of your spiritual path that actually gets a little harder because you have to check your upper limits in choosing what, you know, it's example, it's like, LA's perfect. Like the whole life is perfect. And I could do this for the rest of my life, but that actually isn't like my path. And so it's like, what is the spirituality 2.0? It's
0: scary. It doesn't make sense now, but my intuition says it mm. and your intuition. Okay. I need to introduce you to a revolutionary new app. Um, Superhuman. you
1: know, the new paradigm friendship. Like we don't want to be limiting our personal growth, our relationship growth, our self-growth, our friendship growth, because we're scared. Because we're scared of not being able to record together or like do all these things. And we want to show you guys that's possible too. Like we don't want you guys to feel limited by your life, by your friendships, by your jobs, by anything. And knowing that it's okay
0: to like follow your heart first. Like, if you follow your heart first, it's always the right decision. Well, so people, other people are operating off their own intuition about your your decisions. Or stories. Or stories. Mm-hmm. So I think it's been, I don't even want to say a test. It's just been a really beautiful like unfolding for me of like, I can trust myself, you know? And like, I can I not know and still trust that feeling. And also like, bring people in on it as well because part of like our conversations have been around me not sharing mm-hmm. a lot of like my personal stuff in my life. Like like these big decisions, like a move and like, you know, the next steps with Sean and I think there's a part of me that just holds things close because I'm prone to being like swayed by anyone mm-hmm. and anything So part of that is just me holding it close and not wanting other people's opinions, thinking that I might change, you know, like Mm -hmm. in the past, I've changed my mind. But what I'm learning too is just like bringing the people that you love in on these moments and these decisions and one, trusting myself, but then also trusting that bringing people in on this will also just deepen your relationship and help, possibly like, help you to know them better mm-hmm. because of just the nature of the decision. And, and that's what it you know, continues, continues to do. But yeah, at this point, it feels, it feels so grounded. But at the same time, I know I, literally when I'm on the plane, it's going to be a little bit of a freefall moment mm-hmm. of like, oh my God, mm-hmm. <laughs> doing this. You know, it's, yeah, it's, it's thrilling and also a death. Mm -hmm. You know, in a way where it's like just letting go of of what I've known for the past, you know, six and a half years, but also seeing it in a different way. Like I think that I'm excited for the perspective shift on like what we do Mm -hmm. and like coming back every six weeks and just like being so in it and focused and like able to like come back together and have that be kind of a new spark Mm -hmm. and... So I think there's so much possibility there. And yeah, it's, it's life. Mm-hmm. It's it's life, <laughs> truly.
1: And yeah, we've been working on like our communication with it and stuff with Aaron, mm-hmm. our coach, which has been really helpful. Just like leaning in because there's yeah. such a, a, a wanting to like restrict or... Avoid. Avoid or I get angry. Like yeah. I get frustrated. I'm like... Because it's something that comes up for me like as a like a younger child thing. It's like, oh, I'm being abandoned. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting because in my life, I've actually been the one to abandon. I usually hit the road first. Like I'll move first. I'll kind of like make a big decision. I'll kind of like do my thing. And so it's been interesting to feel on the other side of what I perceive to be abandonment. Yeah. You know, what I perceive to be this situation and you know, I was in Joshua Tree with um, a lot of our, our friends and we were doing this like mushroom ceremony and everyone was like partying in the pool and I was like bawling Mm. for like hours because I just had this like soul experience of like, whoa, like we are so lucky that we've had to build these six years together, these five years together with almost 30 and like really incubate in this experience and this like soulful led experience. We've been on tour. We've, Made mistakes. We've gone through some shit Mm -hmm. and it's been a lot. There's, it's just a huge like petri dish of like experiences and transformation that we've gone through. And it's almost like there is integration opportunities too on the other side.
0: Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, there's, I feel like we've lived a lifetime in those six and a half years. Yes. (laughs) There's literally been, because not only are we, you know, doing, doing work with you all on the show. But like behind the scenes, Krista and I are doing so much together on the side of personal development work, but also business development work. And yeah, I mean, it, it's truly a a marriage of sorts. And it's, um, yeah, you don't know what you have until like you're literally not together every single day. But I do, I have consciously just been thinking about like, About those moments, about just like these moments that we've had where that have like brought us to our knees and like, and just made us really think about our own programming, think about, you know, what is really important to us within the business, what our vision is, what our mission is. And I just feel so lucky because I haven't had that with anyone else Mm -hmm. in my life, you know? But yeah, I think just in general, like my hope too is that and we've heard a lot of people from our community going through friendship transitions and it can be yeah just the, the hardest it's such a mirror especially a female friendship and what i love about like what we've been able to do and continue to do is just kind of that like witnessing and the communication piece you know being able to just like lean in and soften and not be perfect and not say that the exact right thing and just like be ourselves. And ultimately, it just moves this energy and like you move together, you know, ultimately. Um, So I hope it just provides like a little bit more or a little support to people out there who Mm -hmm. are going through that. Mm -hmm. Yes.
1: Yeah, it'll be, it'll be crazy, but it'll be good for, it'll be good. I can't wait to like do stuff with you guys and just, Mm yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So the plan is that we will be um, seeing each other every six weeks. We'll be recording. We'll be doing our in-person interviews, and hopefully, once the world opens up a little bit, we'll be able to see you guys out there. That's something that we miss so so much. Um, and we'll just keep you posted. Keep, keep you posted. Keep you posted. Um, but that's it. That is our our news. We appreciate you listening. It's a big thing for us and you know we wanted to kind of keep you guys in the loop and also know that we know you're always going through some sort of transition so mm-hmm.
1: yeah and then we have yeah so we'll keep you posted on the moves my wedding yes it's sort of how the new the new spots end up but we're we're always here we have episodes recorded for the next couple of months so you guys will just get your normal content and then we'll just be sharing life transition content which is going to be really
0: great Hmm. can't wait all right all right, we love you guys. Love you.
1: We appreciate you. Um, thanks for always being there for us, and we'll see you on the next
0: one. See you. Bye. There we go, guys. Real and raw, real and raw. real time. Thanks for listening. I appreciate you guys. I love you. Mm-hmm. We will keep you all posted. We're really, we're really excited to keep growing with you all. Mm-hmm. You know.
1: All good things. All good things. We support you in your journey. You got to support, support a girls in their journey. Um, let's thank our amazing sponsors for this episode that really make things possible. These are brands that we love, that we use, that we feel aligned with. And all of these brands have amazing discounts
0: that you guys know. Uh, so sponsors this week are... Are Four Sigmatic, Woo More Play, Aloha, and Tonic. So you can find all discount information in our show notes, as well as on our website, almost30.com. Scroll down, click on partners. There's all of our partners there. You can get the discounts. Just go on a little shopping spree, stock up. We love you guys. Thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing, reading, and reviewing. If this show, if this episode resonates with you, we really appreciate a review. Yeah, thank you so much. We'll see you on the next one. Bye. Bye.